0: Welcome to the Beyond Skin Deep Podcast by me, Jodi Vanessa. This is where I discuss everything in lifestyle from relationships to wellness, with a bit of beauty here and there, and a few stories to share. Stay tuned and be entertained. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Beyond Skin Deep podcast with me, Jody and Vanessa. I'll be discussing this week the importance of setting boundaries in your life with regards to friends, family, and just protecting your mental health. So stay tuned and be entertained. Setting boundaries should be a part of everybody's life. In my opinion, it is important that you set boundaries. No boundary will be the same. Everybody can allow different things in their lives, cut out different things out of their life, but you should know what is good for your mental health and setting boundaries is actually a healthy practice. Knowing what you want to let in, knowing what you do not want to let in to your personal space and in your personal lives. Now, when it comes to friendships and relationships, How you set those boundaries are completely up to you. But you should never make anybody make you feel guilty for setting these boundaries. I have a friend that calls me Queen Block and it's out of love, you know, and I wear it proudly. I'm not ashamed of it, you know. Yes, I do when I think that a situation has gone beyond a certain point. And has been toxic for over a period of time. I will remove myself from the equation. And if there's no way where I can see that I can pull myself without blocking the person. Then I am going to block them. Because it needs to be a reminder for me. No blocking for me is not out of attempt attempt. It is a reminder for me to leave this relationship. And that this relationship has caused you pain constantly caused you pain and have been a source of toxic energy for over a period of time so it is time for you to remove yourself from the equation you know um i'm not ashamed of that i do not care how people might perceive it i just know i have to protect my mental health and i think it's important that everybody do the same not necessarily block anyone but i think it's important for everybody to preserve their mental health in some way, whichever way they think they see fit or comfortable, it is important to do so. With friends, it's your choice, you know. You choose your friends. So when you constantly have friends within your space that causes you harm and causes you hurt, it is your doing and your choosing because you can always choose to Im- eliminate that person from your space. You know, when you're at work, you can't choose your co-workers, but you can choose who you spend your time with outside of work. And if you keep on, if you're choosing these toxic people, that is on you. It's not on them. It is your responsibility. Now, when it comes to family members, I think we have this obligation of feeling that because they're family, we have to entertain their bad attitudes and entertain their toxic energy but not even for family members you don't get a choice in your family members you know but again you get a choice in how much time you spend with them now if the energy is completely toxic and it's harmful to you then you limit your space and your time around them it is not healthy for you to constantly let in negativity in your life Especially when you feel uncomfortable, if anything constantly causes you hurt, you should not enable that kind of behavior at all, you know, you are what you choose to put into your life, and if you constantly enable and encourage negative attitudes and behaviors in your life, you're going to find very soon that you become that negativity that you are trying to repel in the first place. So you have to be careful of that. Now in a social and digital age, we are privy to so much information and social media can be awesome. I am not one of those people that hate social media, but you have to be careful of how you use it and what information you put out there. Because the same people that might root you on and enable certain attitudes and behavior are the same people that when you put certain information out there and it ends badly, They feel like they have a right to give commentary because you made them so open into your personal lives. And you can't 100% blame people when you put everything out there. You make everything a public statement. So if you make everything public, of course, the public is going to believe that they have an opinion and have a right to your private business. So then again, you have to also be careful of what you put out in the public arena, so you need to set boundaries there also for social media and uh, finally, you have to set boundaries about what you take in to your spirit. and what you take into yourself again with the social media and internet. Um, I remember having this conversation even the other day with my boyfriend like he was saying certain programs in watch makes him feel uncomfortable. So he he just doesn't continue to watch it. And that's the way to go. If you watch something, if you're taking something and it makes you uncomfortable, then leave it alone. It's the same way that sometimes we believe that because somebody's our friend and we follow their pages and if their page spews negativity, just because they're our friends, we feel like we need to follow that. But it's social media. You don't need to follow anybody. If, if their values doesn't align with you or if they use social media in a different way than you use it. Say you use it for business. Or say you use it to interact with new people. But they use it to rant. And you get uncomfortable with the constant ranting on your page. Nothing is wrong with unfollowing that friend. And you can tell them. You're like... If they say, oh my God, you're unfollowing Yeah, because you're always ranting. And I know one-on-one you're not like that. But to constantly feed myself with these things and then maybe even having background of the situation and constantly getting angry is not healthy for me. I need space. and I need certain positive energy to keep a positive attitude. I just could not constantly... Follow your page. Nothing is wrong with that. You have to guard what you let into your system. Because sometimes you might think it's very small. And we don't realize it. Some things you're constantly getting. Posts or letting in posts. Or reading posts that are negative. Or angry. Or bitter. And then you wonder. Why you're so touchy and sensitive. And all of a sudden you you look through your social media you realize you follow a lot of people that just rant a lot and few pages that have any positivity in it so you have to be careful of what you let in i will elaborate on these points individually so stay tuned and hear what i have to say <music> This first segment is called Setting Boundaries with Friends. Now, when it comes to setting boundaries with friends, I know that it might feel complicated, but it can be quite simple because setting boundaries with friends don't mean you don't let them in. It doesn't mean that you stay guarded and you don't share or you don't have that emotional. How you'd call it? You don't feel. You don't get emotionally vulnerable with them, of course, they're your friends. So you do get emotionally vulnerable and you do open up to them in ways that you maybe wouldn't open up to anybody else, but boundaries doesn't always look like a fence. I think when people say the word boundaries, they think of barriers and shutting people out. But boundaries can simply mean how you communicate with each other, you know, what is accepting, what kind of conversations you're accepting how they treat you how you treat them it doesn't come down to necessarily what you share it can come down to how you share it because we're all different individuals and there are certain things that offend us there are certain things we are sensitive about there are certain topics you're sensitive about and one boundary for example can be when you become emotionally vulnerable It doesn't give anybody the right for them to use back the information that you have shared with them on you. So you might tell them a story and a month later. You don't want to hear it back into another conversation. You don't want to hear it shared back in another conversation. You don't want to hear it used as a reference to why you need to do things better. You're vulnerable. You maybe make mistakes, and you maybe will make that mistake again, but throwing it back into your face is not the way to teach you how to grow. And teaching your friend or letting your friend know that when you're vulnerable with them, you're not giving them ammunition to use against you. And I think some friends should know that, but some people, it's not, they don't mean to be mean-spirited when they bring up that information. They're just trying to, it's their way of teaching or explaining so it really might not be coming from a mean place or a vindictive or a malicious place and you know that you just don't want that back into your space so you have to teach your friends how to communicate with you and that is a boundary within itself not because your friends mean that you share the same language or communicate the same way it's like when with relationships you don't have the same love language So the way you show love is not the same way your partner might show love. It's the same thing with your friendships. The way you might correct or communicate might not be the same way they communicate. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they mean to harm you. It doesn't mean they mean to hurt you. It just means that you have to teach them how you like to be spoken to. You need to teach them what might hurt you because you have some very good people that just don't communicate well and it can come off hurtful and it can come off mean because sometimes I can even come off a little tactless, you know, with my tough love. But my friends know I mean nothing. I, I don't really mean anything about it. And I don't deal with every friend the same way because it's not every friend can handle that information or that level of correction. So I had to learn the boundaries with my friends and learn which ones... I can communicate with in what manner while others I know I can communicate in another manner so boundaries is literally lessons and it doesn't have to look like a fence or a barrier or barbed wires it can just be simple as communicating with you so when it comes to boundaries with friends that's what i mean you might have to teach your friend how to be your friend how to show compassion to you because in relationships whether or not you want to believe it or accept it you have to teach your partner how to love you why should your friendships be any any different and that's something we take for granted but you invest in your platonic relationships the same way you invest in your intimate relationships so that's it for boundaries with friends. Stay tuned for point two. So for boundaries, step two, I would say that I'll call this boundaries with family. Now, boundaries with family can be a touchy topic depending on whether or not you have a healthy or tumultuous relationship with their family some of us have great relationships with our families some of us have great relationships with our immediate family and complicated ones with our extended family and it's up to you to decide what boundaries need to be set and as I stated for friendship boundaries with friendship it doesn't always mean setting up barriers or keeping people away it just means teaching people how to communicate with you this can be particularly complicated when it comes to family members because with your family because you're related sometimes people tend to believe that you are similar in attitudes which couldn't be more further than the truth not because you're related to someone or are even siblings mean that you have similar attributes similar pet peeves and similar communication styles you can be highly different even though you're related and I think that's something that sometimes family members take for granted because your family we automatically believe sometimes that we have similar attitudes and share similar relationships so you have to re socialize them sometimes and still and make them aware of what is acceptable for you not because they're family members you should be afraid to state how you feel if they do something that makes you uncomfortable say that it makes you uncomfortable if they can't accept that accept that then you know you might have to set different kind of boundaries and so your first stage of your first stage will be teaching them how to communicate with you. If they don't accept how to communicate with you, you have to decide whether or not this is somebody that you need to communicate with frequently and how you need to communicate with them. So you might have to be the one that does the adjusting to maintain your sanity and maintain your mental health. So you might have to decide, okay, this is somebody I love, I cherish, but... I'll have to communicate with them maybe once a a week or once a month or you know every now and again I'll check in but they can't be somebody that's constantly in my space and you shouldn't feel guilty for that, I think that we feel more guilt when it comes to family members than friendships when it comes to deciding whether or not you're supposed to stay in that space, yes or no because we believe that because they're family we are supposed to entertain, and put up with a lot of things that we shouldn't. Not because persons are family members mean that you put up with hurt that they consistently cause you, that you put up with all sorts of unacceptable behaviors and treatments. If the relationship doesn't make you happy, you are entitled to the right of pushing them away. (laughs) putting some space between you and this individual whomever they are because at the end of the day your happiness is key and again you have to accept and know what you deserve and everybody deserves happiness but you need to know and believe that you deserve it and when you know and believe that you deserve it then you need to set up your life in a way where you get what you deserve alright And stop entertaining or putting in your system things that might not be healthy or great for you. So, part three is boundaries on social media. Now, the thing about social media is I think the word social. People assume because it's social, it means that you have to share every single thing on it it doesn't social media means you can be interactive you can share stories you can share experiences but you do not need to share every single detail or aspect of your life and sometimes this works against you sharing everything when you share everything then you open up the public to feel like they have a right to give commentary on your life not everybody is uh, humble enough to admit that you know we all go through our struggles we all have our difficulties so when you share a story or you share an incident and things might change like you maybe have a relationship and it might break up or you know things of that nature that it's a part of life this happened to some people it don't happen to some you know it's okay But some people think that it's something to criticize, it's some flaw, and they, even in their non-perfect lives, feel like they have a right to give commentary and make you feel less like you're doing something wrong because your life isn't settled the way theirs are. And that's not fair to you. And I'm big on protecting what you let in and what you allow And when you open up too much on social media, or you open up in certain ways on social media, it allows or opens up an avenue for people to come and input negative energy sometimes. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be sociable on social media, because if you don't plan to, then what's the point? But if you know that you're sensitive about a certain area of your life, then you do not open up the public to it. I'm going to be honest, like, a lot of people tend to say that if your boyfriend, if your spouse don't post you on social media, they're hiding something, then that's a flaw. I do not agree with that because I'm not hiding anything. I I don't post my spouse really on social media. And it's not because I'm hiding anything, not because I'm ashamed of them. If you see me and them, you'll realize that real fast. I will tell you that I'm in a relationship. But I don't open up my relationship to social media because it's something dear to me and close to me. Um... And I'm not sure if I'm ready to take any criticism in that area. If we break up tomorrow, I want anybody telling me any crap when they weren't in a relationship with me. Like, I know you shouldn't have gone there. He did look like this or what you... You know, things like that. I've had it happen. I've had it. I've learned the hard way and I realize I'm not comfortable with it. Um, So... What I do to protect my energy is I protect my relationship by not posting it. Because I do not want the constant commentary as to what I should be doing, shouldn't be doing, how to do it. Because to me, I think relationships are like personalities. I think I said this in my post about Will and Jada and how everybody bombarded them and made it look like their relationship maybe is some fake thing. Because... Mm -hmm. It's not a relationship that they might understand. Um, I'm one of the few people who just believe that. People just need to leave that alone and let the people live their lives the way how they want to live it. But relationships are individual things. They are personal and tailored to each personality and each each couple's personality. And same way that no individual is alike no relationship is fully or completely the same you might have similarities but they are not 100% the same and because they are not 100% the same what might work for your relationship might not work for my relationship what might work for my relationship might not work for your relationship things that might be deal breakers for me might not be deal breakers for you and vice versa so we need to know and respect that but on social media People don't respect that, and I have to be honest. There are some people on social media that are call that I call online bullies, that just want to see the opportunity of somebody fall, somebody, but them to um, hit them head a little bit, and instead of offering words of encouragement, they sit down and they tear you apart, and. for me life is hard as it is i don't need to include or incorporate any negativity so if i can stop um a negative action from happening then i stop it from happening so it is important for you to just set boundaries on social media and and that requires you know what you post sometimes and i'm not only talking about relationship it can be things about your kids because you have some people who are really cruel out there that get up and will call people kids ugly and comment on things like that and certain things that are really hurtful that's not cool either you know like bullying parents because parenting is hard i'm not a parent but i have three nephews I know I've seen firsthand parenting is not easy and there's no rule book and no matter how people want to get up and make it look like okay there are rules of parenting there's not There, there there's not and what goes for one child surely isn't going to go for the next even if they have same parents you know me and my siblings are three completely different persons and we have the same parents so, it's not uh, what maybe went well for my sister didn't go well for me. What goes well for me doesn't go well for my sister. What goes well for me and my sister might not go well for my brother. So you have to look at it like that. um So sometimes it's you might share a relationship and you don't care, and it doesn't affect you what people might say, or you might reach a place, you might reach a marriage stage where it is, feel like it's solid so you want to post you know and that's fine but you decide that you know what i'm not going to post my family i'm not going to post my kids that's also setting a boundary so the boundaries don't have to be the same boundaries on social media won't look the same for everybody because everybody's sensitive about a different thing some people might be sensitive about their careers at a certain stage because you want to not share everything too early you have to set boundaries there too because you don't want to you know put it out there before time that is also okay so setting boundaries is really tailored to each individual and what it is you can accept criticism on and yes i said that because you're sharing your life and you're not expecting sometimes you're not expecting to be criticized because in no are not putting out anything With negative energy with any you put you're putting out the fluff so you're expecting to just and positivity so you're expecting to get that back but I can tell you you might not get that back you might not get that back at all and that is something you might just have to very well accept so you have to ask yourself what are you sensitive to and what can what I use, you are you your tolerance on getting criticism on? And when that happens, or when you access that question and you answer that question, then you can move on to say, Okay, maybe I shouldn't post this, or even if you post it, maybe I shouldn't flood my timeline with this because some people get away with posting their relationships because they maybe post one or two pictures. Every two months, so it's not in the people's faces, so they don't feel like they can't criticize about it because you kind of show us, but you don't really open up about it. So that works as well. So, boundaries don't even have to be not posting at all, it's how you post, the language you post in, how communicative you are. You just have to be careful or know what you can accept. And what you can't. And what you can't accept or what you can't deal with or take in. You just have to decide that maybe this is not something for everybody. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Alright? So, that's my two things on posting on social media. Okay, so number four is setting boundaries on yourself yeah because what you have to understand the same way how I'm speaking to you about setting boundaries your friends are setting boundaries you're not the only one that is trying to set boundaries to have a healthy life and a healthy understanding and a healthy emotional a healthy emotion emotional and wellness and spirituality we are not the only ones working on that our friends are working on that our associates are working on that our acquaintances are working on that so people that you interact with every day are working on it as well they have set boundaries some of them have set boundaries and the boundaries may not look like your own but not because they don't look like your own mean that they're unreasonable so you have to now know and accept that you might need to learn how to communicate in their language communicate how they want you to communicate with them and you have to learn how to respect them the same way you want them to learn how to respect you boundaries are something that are subjective to each individual so as I said before it will never look the same and we have to be cognizant of that sometimes and it's very hard i'm not going to sit down here and pretend like it's an easy feat sometimes it's difficult to sit down and when we feel passionately about something just let the emotion go by and slide by because hey that person has set up a boundary sometimes they feel like the boundary wrong but uh, Reality check here. Sometimes people think that your boundaries might not be right. So, But it's what m- makes you feel healthy. It what It's what works for your mental health and your emotional health. And you want people to respect that. So whether or not you feel passionate about something sometimes, you also have to learn the boundary of leaving stuff that does not affect you directly alone. And this is not a saying to say when you see your friend going down the rabbit hole, you let them. That's not what I'm saying. But there are just certain things you have to just learn to leave alone. There are certain ways you just have to learn to communicate with your friends. It's not anything wrong. It's not anything negative. It's not. You just have to know that people are different. People are are different and the same way you want people to love you in your own flesh love you in your own skin love you with your flaws you're just going to have to learn to love other people the same way and accept that they will never think or believe some of the things that you believe they will never communicate sometimes the way you communicate or how you'd like them to communicate and you just have to respect that if it's something that is so conflicting and so against you and you guys can't come to a middle ground, you have to maybe accept that that relationship, that friendship, that whatever, that, uh, that association might not be the one for you because truth is sometimes you're too different to coexist. And it doesn't mean that anything is wrong with any of you. It's just that... You guys are so different that it's more cause conflicts than not. And you just might have to accept that. You just have to walk away from it. So when you're setting boundaries, you need to also set boundaries on yourself. Set boundaries on your mouth. Set boundaries on your hands. Set boundaries on your feet. Where you go, how you touch, what you say. And move right along and be understanding and respectful to other people's spaces and that's it for that aspect but you also have to set boundaries on what you let in and i think i've said that already but when what i want to remind you is sometimes our images our personalities and our mental health change our perspective changes and we realize our attitude might be changing and we have more of a negative attitude and we don't know why, sometimes we have to take a self-check and step back and realize that some of the negative energy or the negative feelings that we're having is because of what we're listening, you know, what we're listening, the people we have in our lives and what we even watch on social media. I'm reiterating this because I think it's important. Especially with the social media part. Sometimes it's the pages that motivate us. That sometimes. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Sometimes it's the, fa- the pages that motivate us. That actually. Sets us back. Because you see people achieving what you want to achieve. And you start rushing. And it's not your time. But you start rushing because you see people. Achieving what they need to achieve. And you're unable to sit down and have that done. Yes, so when you notice that your energies might change and your frustration might change, you have to look on it like that because even the pages that are positive can have a negative impact. Not saying you mustn't listen to positive pages. They are motivation for me, but sometimes... When you have, you look into pages for inspiration and you see people getting to where you don't or you aren't or where you want to be, it can deflate you and it can demotivate you. And it's okay sometimes to just take a social media withdrawal so you don't feel that pressure on yourself. You don't feel the pressure to need to um fill this gap when you know that you're working as hard as you possibly can. Because nobody's journey is the same. They maybe have resources that you don't have. And they maybe just had the opportunity, and your opportunity is coming. So wait for it. Not sit down and just expect it to come to you. Of course, work hard till the opportunity comes for it. But wait for it. Do things on your own journey. And I was going to say you're on time. But I saw a friend post something the other day that says. Live life on your own compass. and And not just time. Because sometimes your journey is different. Your road is different. Your path is different. And doing it on the time that you have concocted in your head might not be god's timing might not be the time that you need to bloom because there are some lessons you need to learn before you can accomplish your goal so you can maintain it especially if it's a career you know there may be some things that you need to learn so that you can maintain the success and nothing is wrong with that so you have to Be careful and be cognizant of what you let in So you have to set boundaries of what you let into your system and you'll be good to go. So that's my two piece on boundaries and I think that it's this is something that is dear to my heart because when people hear boundaries they think of it as a bad word. But boundaries isn't a bad word and you just need to know set them and it's fine it's really fine to set them and be unapologetic about it setting boundaries don't mean shutting people out please remember that setting boundaries doesn't mean shutting people out don't use it as an excuse to be a recluse that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that set boundaries healthy boundaries to make sure that your mental health is always your priority and that's it for this week's episode of Beyond Skin Deep podcast. I really enjoyed sharing this with you. And have a good day. Exo, exo. Thanks for being a part of the Beyond Skin Deep podcast. Hosted by me, Jodi and Vanessa. You can reach out to me on all my social media platforms, which is my Instagram and Twitter, Jodi and V. J-O-D-Y-A-N-N-E-V. You can email me at Jodian website at gmail.com. You can check out my website at jodiandvanessa.com. That's J-O-D-Y-A-N-N-E. V-A-N-E-S-S-A dot com. Feel free to subscribe for my monthly newsletter or mail out. And thank you again for tuning in. XOXO, bye.